I see what Joe said now, Fat Joe. Like, I'm 100% in agreement with him. Like, what you want me? I can't. You got these, right? Better use them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it's, it's just, it's a hustle and grind, man. And it's, it's a tough. Now, I see why when Snipes looked at me, he said, Oh, you picked that. You picked you picked the toughest part. You picked the bottom of the bed. You picked the dishwashing section. That's what he said. <laughs> you know, and it. Hi, I'm Aaron, and welcome to the Hip Hop Hustle Podcast, where we explore, well, you guessed it, hip hop. I'll be interviewing the best artists in the game while also taking some time to appreciate some new and classic albums. Make sure you like and subscribe to the show and follow me on Instagram at the underscore hip hop hustle any upcoming news and guests also don't forget to check out my new patreon under hip-hop hustle that will give you exclusive content and help me keep the show running and getting better all right let's get into it all right welcome to the hip-hop hustle podcast i'm with uh, a fantastic artist an artist that's been through a lot in his journey and worked with some amazing artists as well. Some that we've had on the show, 80 Empire, of course, comes to mind. Uh, Benny the Butcher you've worked with. Uh, the list literally goes on and on. Chris Rivers as well. But it's, of course, Ballistic Man. Uh, man, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Almost, you know, it's weird because you've been in the game and then I found you through 80 Empire and your collaborations with them. But, um, yeah, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show because in my opinion, kind of underrated in a way for the skill set that you bring. Right. I appreciate it, Aaron. Thank you for having me. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just genuinely appreciative. Um, glad we could make this happen. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad that you, um, I'm glad that you able to scope out, you know what I mean? What's, what's, uh, you got your ear to the streets, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, uh, that, that's, uh, something like AD Empire and them, they're really good at doing too, like keeping the ear to the streets, you know what I'm saying? From, you know, um, a lot of people don't, they, they, they you know, they don't, they wait for the mainstream for the stuff to pop, you know what I mean? And they don't really keep what, uh, their ear on what's hot, you know what I mean, before it's about to pop. So you, you was, you know, you, you was able to do that. It's, 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 I, I got to give kudos to any, 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 any interviewers, journalists, podcasters that, 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 that at the same time knows like, Oh, this is, this is what's going on out there. I need to, I need to be on it. You know what I mean? So, but, uh, yeah, we've done a lot, man. Um, I worked with AD empire. Uh, we did a great, um, Great brothers Lucas and uh, Adrian. We did an amazing project together uh, titled "Guilty," which is um like my um pretty much telling my story. You know what I mean? Um, I was in federal prison and um you know streets and stuff like that. And pretty much uh we wanted to just introduce my story. You know what I mean? Where I'm coming from and where I was starting at. And we were able to on that project alone collaborate with so many great artists. We had Benny the Butcher, like you said, uh, Chris Rivers, Big Pun Son. For those who don't know, this Big Pun Son. Um. We got, uh, we had Ali Vegas. Uh, we had Benny the Butcher's other uh, upcoming artists, my boy Rick Hyde. We had Gorilla Nems on there. We collaborated with so many, so many people. It was ridiculous. Uh, Young Pharaoh, um, he's a huge, uh, he was, he's a huge YouTuber. Um, just a lot, a lot of people. Like, we just, so that, that, that project was dope. A lot of work, a lot of behind the scenes, a lot of traveling, a lot of leg work. Billboards we put up, we multiple radio stations from Shade Four Five. You know, what I mean, K Slay showed us love. Uh, um, it was a dope project, definitely a dope project. How does it feel to work with so many artists? Because I like, for me personally, like I look at artists and I'm like, it's a dream come true to be able to speak to them. And then I can only imagine what it's like to actually collaborate with them. Because I mean, 
someone like Benny the Butcher, someone like Chris Rivers, they've had really long careers and they're really accomplished. But how does it feel to actually get to collaborate with them and see what they can bring to the table? Um, with Benny, um, I actually, <laughs> me and Benny go back rapping since we was young in Buffalo, New York. I'm, I'm, I'm born and raised. We both, are, we Buffalo, you know, um, the people are just getting introduced to me, um, but, uh, we, I've known Benny for a while. We just never did no music. Um, unfortunately we've been on, um, all the same mixtape, mixtapes, um, DVDs coming up, um, um, we're just for two separate sides of the city, but we know, you know, we've uh, crossed, but we, you know, we go back, you know what I mean? So we, we know we've been putting that work for years. Unfortunately, you know, our situation has never led us to get to be able to cross paths until we, I think in my opinion, uh, personally honed in on our craft and really started taking music serious. We, uh, uh you know, I, when I was going, when, when Benny was going, when, when, when Benny was going in, I seen him when he was coming out and when, uh, when I, when I was coming out, when he was coming out, I was going in, you know what I mean? And we talking about prison, you know what I'm saying? Unfortunate, unfortunate situations, uh, that, um, you know, uh, eventually now, you know, when we, you know, we were able to, you know, we, it looks like we took our, you know, our, our paths a lot serious, like as far as our career choices, a lot more serious. And we were both, you know, focused and, uh, you know, I, you know, opened the door and, and, and reached out to Benny and said, yo, let's, let's make it happen. You know what I mean, um, People wanted people Ben wanted a ballistic man and Benny the Butcher song and and we we just I mean we that wasn't that we've already done multiple records now you know what I mean since then um so um and we 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 I mean we we rock with each other so um it was dope to get that done um definitely definitely dope to get that done it's definitely an honor to be in um, on a record with him and be in his presence uh, with Chris Rivers. I reached out to him, man, and just, you know, hit him up, sent him some of my stuff, you know, and I said, yo, I'm working on a project. I would love to do some with you. He said, let's do it. Um, I had a, a track uh, titled The Last Dragon that um, AD Empire was um, producing for me. And um, I don't know if you know The Last Dragon, but um, it's based off of, obviously, you know, Bruce Lee film, but it, I was kind of basing it more off of Bruce Leroy, The Last Dragon, the, the, the hood version, you know what I mean? Uh, show Nuff and Bruce Leroy. That's more, you know, what I was raised. I mean, I was also raised on my dad's see how you go to his house everything bruce lee but um uh I, I just feel like uh you know if you listen to the lyrics i'm talking about you know uh showing us last dragon you know who's got the glow you know what i'm saying and uh, i just feel like him being the son of pun and me on my journey i just like you know it was like yo we the last you know we, we the last dragons you know what i'm saying like we the last of our era you know if you look at the era coming after us there's not too many uh doing what we do so um it was definitely dope doing that well i I mean, how long were you away for? Like, what was the the stint in prison for? About two years in a federal prison. How how was that? Because like every every person I speak to, it feels like there's like a before prison and after prison prison mentality. That like prison goes one of two ways. It can either really hone you in on what you should be doing, or it does the opposite right. and it continues to derail your potential. But how did you feel, obviously, coming out of it, and now? You can really see the growth in terms of where your career has gone. It feels like it's really had a kind of, it kind of just told you what you needed to do and what you should be focusing on. It, it definitely builds that discipline and um, makes you, you know, it, it makes you discipline yourself a lot. Well, me, in, in my, in my, it made me more disciplined. It, it made me realize that not to take nothing for granted, um, honed in on my craft. I was performing every weekend in the chapel. I was working on music. Music. I was going and perform. Uh, a couple guys. You meet super talented people in prison. Some of the most talented people are locked up. 
um, play every instrument. We're playing live music. I'm rapping, um, getting inspired from that. I got my GED while I was in prison. I was also locked up with Wesley Snipes, um, which that was a hell of an experience. I watched New Jack City with Wesley Snipes in federal prison. Um, it's a crazy prison story. You know what I'm saying? Um, so a lot of inspiration while I was there was going on. So uh, it, it definitely, it, there was a lot of inspiration while I was there. And then on top of that, like, you know, just keep your nose clean and, and uh, focus on your craft and just know that if you if you focus, you know what I mean? And just uh, there's better and bigger and better things out there. You know what I'm saying? And also, you know, you should feel that, you know, you deserve it. You know what I mean? Just but you got to work hard for it. You know what I mean? Uh, don't 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 try to cut corners. And that's that's what uh that's what it taught me. And that's that's that, that's been my motto ever since. Like, yo, I'm, a, I'm not going to try to cut corners no more, uh, you know, and I'm just talking about, you know, way of life, street life and shit like that. And, and um, when I came home, I just focused and I was like, yo, put in the work and you're going to see the results. You know, and that's what I did pretty much. What was the story with Wesley Snipes? How was that? I mean, I feel like it's one of those things. Yeah, I'm listening. Well, it's one of those things where, like, you you go away and it's the last thing you expect to to see someone. You're like, holy shit, I recognize you from outside. You know what I mean? Like, how how was that? That was uh that was crazy. That was amazing. Uh, it was it was it was like a it was like like. A, I'm going to prison and me and Wesley Snipes. This is crazy. So uh that was just a hell of an experience. Um he uh he was really, really humble, really cool, really insightful, you know, from coming up from being young, watching movies with him and, and, and then getting to meet him. I mean, it was a crazy circumstance to be in that circumstance to meet him that way. But uh yeah, it was definitely well, it was definitely it was definitely it was definitely a really good guy. Uh he definitely was gave you a lot of inspiration. Um it was just crazy, honestly. Like he was just, he was, he was, he was giving me a lot. Of, he, he when I when he found out I did music, my boy was like, "Yo, listen, he, yo, he does music." He was like, he was like, "Yo, you, oh, you chose the bottom chart. You chose, you chose the, the worst uh, part of the, the worst part of the entertainment industry, didn't you?" And I was like, we just cracked up. We we joked about it, but um, yeah, he heard a lot about me from people that were there. Um, they told him, you know, what I was doing and stuff. So. Um, that was dope. Yeah. So uh, it, it, it was a it was a it was a hell of an experience like to to meet to meet somebody that you watched in movies. You kind of idolized it. Well, I kind of idolized it in the streets. We all kind of idolized movies like uh, New Jack City and stuff like that to see and to be locked up with with, 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 <laughs> with Nino Brown was crazy. <laughs> what was his advice? Like, did he have advice that you were like, oh, this is incredibly insightful? Like, did he say anything or was it just like being near him that was like it's touchable in a way like my dream because it that's what it kind of feels like to me is like sometimes when you meet someone that you have idolized or that is your hero and then you're like holy shit like i am close to them which means that it's achievable in a way yeah yeah um he's real he's real um quiet and kept kept to himself a little bit but he did he's at the end of the day he's a he's a regular guy and he, he was real down to earth so it was kind of cool because like to see like his other side like him talking he was just like i said he was like oh you picked the wrong you picked the bottom barrel of the industry that's the worst part you think being an actor is hard good luck trying to be a rapper you know trying to get in the industry but you know he's like but you know uh, uh he gave me some information like i told him like i my my, my thing was always like how do i get my music how do i be in the movies how i get it? he's like yo listen Go, you find a director, you get on the set, you got to 
force your way on there some way, somehow. You talk to the director, talk who talk to who's managing the, the music department. Can I submit my music? Da 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 and stuff like that. So he was giving me a lot of tips. And um like not nothing like you would think, like some 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 crazy inspirational, you know, uh like story. But you know, he just gave me honestly hustle tips. You know what I mean? Like, cause he comes from that era where, you know, you gotta hustle and grind. So it was really like, yo, listen, you want to do it. And I, and I use some of them tips to, to, you know, you know, uh, get my way onto a few movie sets, uh, network with a few artists. Um, and they actually came in handy and they still come in handy. So, um, you know, and he, 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 a lot of the right people were telling him like, yo, that kid, no, he's different. That kid's, you know, unique. So he knew it. And he's just like, yo, just it's a tough grind. You definitely picked the, the hardest industry to crack but he's like yo you, you just gotta hustle you know what i mean and, and grind it out um pretty much that was that was uh and other than that you know just talking to him about movies and um and you know how he how he you know how he felt about you know movies like doing new jack city and uh sugar hill and all types of stuff like that you know um he just he was he was, he was just you know telling us just little little things like how he, how how the sets were and stuff like that. Just you know, when 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 we did talk to him, we didn't try to bother him too much all the time. But you know, when we got a chance to chop it up with him, we did. But how was it going to like movie directors and like sound people and and trying to submit your music? Because I always feel the advice that people give you is very different from the reality of like trying to do it. Because like it sounds really good coming out. It's like this is what you do. Then you're gonna do this, and then and it's like you you've got the plan. Well. I mean, they're giving you what you got to do, but it's, it's like going to ask the hot chick out on a date. <laughs> it's like, you know, you freeze up, you know what I mean? It's like, hey, I do music. I was just on a set not too long ago, and I just talked to the director, and da 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 he, He's, the director is the star. You, re, you learn that. You think the, the actor is the star? No, the director is the star on the movie set. You know what I'm saying? And um, that's the guy that the security is blocking. That's the guy that everybody's, you know what I mean? So to you to go up to him, you got to kind of, you know, Hey, listen, you know what I mean? Is the you know, you just gotta shoot your shot, you know what I'm saying? And um, um normally like I, I've gotten the, the information, but after trying to, you know, you gotta follow up and follow up and follow up. It's it's tough, definitely tough trying to trying to get your get your music to the right people. It's not what you know, it's who you know. And you gotta get the right people behind you. And you know, it's all about networking, man. It's all about countless, countless hours of networking. And that's the that's the what people don't realize, um, is the countless hours that we spent on the road, man, we spent on the road networking city to city night after night. I mean, and, and a lot of people don't realize like the behind the scenes network. So they, they, they'll see a person like they'll see the face of the, the people they want to go and attack and talk to and not realize that there's five other people behind that person that you don't know of that. Those should be the people that you're going to talk to. And those should be the numbers that you're getting. You know, you don't not necessarily want to go straight up. Diddy, Diddy might just be like, Shh. but he might have five execs behind him that you want to network with those guys. You know what I'm saying? And you got to, you know, you just got to, you got to network it and, and, and just, you know, stay on it, stay on it, stay on it. You can't go out once a year. Nah, you know, making the music business. And this is one thing I learned and it took me a while to like really hone in on the music business is different than music. People, people, go, oh, we're working today. We in the studio. No, you're not. You're creating. You're not working. You're creating. You're not working. Working is when you're going and working the song. You're going to that, going to that show. You're going to that exec. You're in that 
person's face. You're in the city, that city, that's you're sleeping on the side of the road because you're tired from driving six hours here to seven hours to that city. You, you haven't even been back home. That's working. You're just having fun in the studio creating. That's not work. Well, we're about to do tonight. Work. I've been working. I'm tired. That's work. Working, 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 working. I didn't just fall in the in, in, in the middle of chopping it up with Benny and David Corey on my last video. That wasn't easy. That wasn't. I just, it was like that. Like people just think like I'll just wake up tomorrow and I'm just going. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna do a song with Benny the Butcher, and I'm gonna throw David Corey on the hook as well, and I'm gonna get everybody to the yeah. That, that's just gonna happen. Good luck. Yeah, and I that's what I do. That's what I do as well. Is just that's like right. wake up, and I'm like, all right, let's pick which one will I interview today, and I just right. pick a. But like you're right, because this is the enjoyable part of what I do is like talking to people. This is the fun part because like honestly, people always ask me like, it's is it hard to talk to? And I'm like, no, because I'm just talking to people that I legitimately want to talk to, and I'm interested in them. So like. This is nothing but pleasure and joy for me. The hard part is everything else. Like the hard part is not this. They're like this is, oh, yes, there's things that I can get better at and there's things that I'm always trying to improve. But if I had other people doing all the other shit for me and this is all I had to do was just talk to artists like you, it would be like, it's not work anymore. It's definitely not work. And I just rock up and I just love my life. And that's similar to what I'm saying. If it was just, I could just make music all day, write, write songs right off you, spit them into a mic, put the shit out and just, and, and the world loves me. Nah, it's just, what music is not like that. You know what I mean? It's just, it, it, people think it is. But um, I mean, it's just not, it's, 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 it's creating the material, working the material, performing it. Yes, I could get better at maybe singing these high notes a little higher, sing like Adrian, you know what I mean? And, you know, it's like, like David Corey, like or work on this part of it. Like, no, it's making the song. Is this the best song? All right, boom. Now taking it, working it for a year. How am I going to market it? How am I going to promote it? Who do I need to network with? What DJ, what city? Oh, oh, you got your joint spinning in Buffalo? Who cares? Why isn't it spinning in Philly? Oh, you got it in Philly too? Who cares? Why isn't it spinning in Jersey? You know what I mean? Spending forever in a day. Just to work one song. That's why when people hit me up, they oh, cause you I'm like, I can't do nothing for you, brother. There's nothing I could do. I, I see what Joe said now, Fat Joe. Like I'm hundred percent in agreement with him. Like, what you want me? I can't. You got these, right? You better use them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's it's just it's a hustle and grind, man. And it's it's a tough. Now I see why when Snipes looked at me, he said, Oh, you picked that. You picked you picked the toughest part. Of it. You picked the bottom of the bed. You picked the dishwashing section. That's what he said. <laughs> you know, and it, it's the truth, man. It's just it's it's tough, man. And it's not meant for everybody. There's um there's a million more people that's a million times talented, more talented than me. But it's all about putting everything together: the hard work, the labor, the hustle, the grind, the network, the sacrifice, the night after night, city to city, the sacrifice, missing time with your family, your kids, this that the financial investment um without you know what i mean getting much in return it's just so much to it um but people i literally been in the studio i've been in the studio with my engineer and they call it like i've seen people call his studio and say yeah i want to literally people call the studio like yeah i want to blow i want to be an artist and i want to blow up and make millions <laughs> he's just like what yeah He's no shit yeah doesn't everybody want that 
I, right. yeah, that's like saying, I want to be Drake. I want to be as famous as Drake, be as rich as Drake, and fuck the girls that Drake fucks. Yeah. No shit. Right. Everybody wants that. But, right. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, it, it does, it, to me, it's like, you know, I, I always look and I'm like, I think people ask for favors before they can give favors, which is the weird part. And I've always believed your job and your mindset should be show your value before you ask for anything in return. Because like, all right, you want to be the artist, you want to make millions, but you ain't delivered shit yet. So why would, why would Yo, the artist who's a, yeah. Make, make the company, you're going to have to make that company some money first. This game is meant for the hustling. And once you realize that, you better make that company. You better make these people some money first. But they not, they not, they not even looking your way. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to, or show them you making some money. You worth that money. You know that's what, it's what it is. Like with the banks, you can go to a bank. They're gonna give you a hundred thousand dollars, million dollars, and be worth nothing. Wake up tomorrow. Oh, give me a million dollars. Why? Because I'm me. Look at my face. I'm Aaron. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> you see this face? Yeah. Well, my grandma used yeah. to tell the time. Have you seen this haircut? Have you, have you yeah. checked the face? Yeah. Look at this fucking face. You better give me a million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> my grandma used to say, "You think you're gonna get fucking money off your looks?" I uh, used to tell me that when I was little. So, yeah, and I now understand it. So it's like, yo, listen, you got to hustle. You got to grind. You got to bust your fucking ass. You know what I'm saying? And it's just no fucking if ands, or buts about it. And when I tell people that, they're just like, ah, he doesn't want to do nothing with me. No, there's nothing. There's nothing I can do for you. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to ask you to get to pay me. You know what I'm saying? So what do you want me to do? For you? you want me to do something for you? All right. $10,000 in my hand. Put that money <laughs> in my hand, little man. Yeah. And it's like uh, but, I forgot my wallet. I don't have my wallet on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like it's just like yo, listen. Nobody gave me a hand. I, I mean, I've literally, and 80, 80 of them guys to tell you, you know, I work. They're like, yo, you, this dude overworked. Like this dude, you know what I mean? Like I, I you don't know where I am. No one day I'm here, the next day I'm there. I'm here, I'm here. I'm, I'm here. I mean, it is what it is. You know what I mean? I get a call tonight. Yo, tomorrow can you? Yup, I'm gonna be there some way, somehow. I don't know how. I'm going to fucking pack myself in a suitcase, shove myself inside the luggage and fucking end up in Miami. I don't know how the fuck I'm going to get there, but I'm going to get there. You know what I mean? If there's an opportunity for shit to happen and, you know, uh, putting that sacrifice and networking with the right people. And then uh, along the way, um, you know, I, I got maybe my maybe my maybe that mentality is a little uh, too tough for certain people. Um, I, a lot of it came from the streets and prison and it's like a military mindset. Uh, no, no, no game, no, no bullshit type shit. Uh, wake up at in the morning, work out, get the fucking work done. You fucking sit your ass tonight. You're sitting your ass. You're not going out with your father. They're going out having a good time. You're staying your ass in the house working on some music. You need to make some new songs. Oh, you know what? Your ass is, uh, you, your friends are going out. You're going to go out. You're going to make it look like you're having fun, but you're not. You're going to be networking the entire fucking time. You're going to be chopping it up with this guy. You're going to go here. You, you, you want to chill at home and watch YouTube tomorrow? Oh, no, sorry. You're going to be in New York fucking working on music, doing this and that, because why there's an opportunity there? You got to be there. Oh, we're not paying you shit. Get the fuck over there. You know what I mean? And people hear that. They're like, I don't know. I want to be in the studio smoking weed and shaking my head. Like, <laughs> like this is, this would be, like I said, and fuck bitches. Drake might walk in the studio. You never know. And then just sign me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drake might walk in. <laughs> so, um, 
I mean, like I said, man, we 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 network. We, and so along the way is what I would like to say is like once you do that, once you realize that you've been working and working and working and networking and networking and networking and all, there's a theory that I like to call. I don't like to give people too much game, but I call it the circus show theory. Like once you're in the circus show in your part, you realize that this is a circus show, right? And you're just another act. If you work long enough and you've been putting there, well, maybe one day they'll make you the opening act. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just got to work the circus show as long as you can. Round and round we go. People are like, you get those people. Where are you out? You're based in Australia? Yeah, Melbourne. So people in Australia, the, green, the grass is green on the other side. Like, oh, I got to go to America. You get to America. Like, no, you got to fucking go all around the fucking round, round and round. Round and round. I get people in Buffalo, New York. Oh, I got to go to New York. No, I'm going to go to Atlanta. I'm going to go to Atlanta. You're going to meet some people in Atlanta. I, I need to go up to New York. It's the circus show. And once you realize that, you're like, oh, fuck. A lot of people are like, damn. You just got to keep grinding. But hopefully along the way, you see people that see your productivity and see your value with all the work that you put in and you garnished along the way. And you've developed, you know, your brand and your, you know, your material and your music and became that somewhat that that much of a valuable player. You know what I'm saying? And you, you put that work in, you know, so pretty much that that's what I try to tell people. You know what I mean? Well, I think, you know, it's the same in almost every industry. you got to put in the work. That, exactly. It's like, you know, I mean, I said it before on the show, but I think there's stats about the average length of podcast lasts. And it's like. I think it's like the average podcast lasts eight episodes because everyone thinks that you can drop an episode and then you're my buddy, fucking. My buddy, what episode are you on? 80. When this comes out, it'll probably be 90 something. We're pushing close 90, to 100. I'm 90 something. I'm episode 90 something. He's going to be here for a long time. He's outlasted this competition. He's not playing. No, Aaron's not playing. No fucking game. It's my boy, Kenny. Uh, we were just on um uh, me and Kenny were just on um Pistol Pete's uh from Terror Squad uh, Fat Joe um we the best uh people I don't know if you know who Pistol Pete is uh Kill All Rats but we were just yeah. on his podcast Dog in the Yard um Dog in the Yard uh, podcast here let me show you the story a little bit Kenny wants to, yeah. Kenny wants you to, to show a little bit of the bu- a little bit of Buffalo uh he's live? yeah he's live <laughs> Kenny right there my man hey, man how you doing. Yo, man, the Crocodile Dundee was my man growing up. <laughs> <laughs> world, man. Yeah, I don't have the knife with me, but what can I say? You know? <laughs> you Puerto Ricans got a knife. <laughs> <laughs> Crocodile Dundee inspired me. Always carry a knife. Yeah. But, uh, man, we appreciate you, man, interviewing my boy, man. He's the hardest worker I know. You know, and uh, I know you're working hard as well. Welcome to Buffalo. This is the store. If you ever need any merchandise, we can send you some Buffalo herd shit. Uh, whatever else you see, you know. So everyone, hey, this is this is nothing but you know. I always consider myself lucky to speak to artists. It's never one way. I always think of myself as very fortunate to be able to, you know. There's one thing to be able to want to do this, and there's another thing to be able to do this and be able to say yes. So without you know, people like Ballistic Man. This podcast is just me talking into a mic. So, uh, hey, man, you all make this happen. Yeah, 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 yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so we were just on Dog. We were blessed to be the first ones for Buffalo, New York. I'm um, on Dog in the Yard podcast, which was dope. Uh, Fat Joe's been on there. DJ Cali, uh, Mano, uh, Nori, Dream Champs. Um, <clears throat> so it's pretty, it pretty dope. We've been, we've been working, man, along the way, man. I got a, 
also too, obviously working with Pistol Pete. I got a song coming out with DJ Khaled and Fat Joe. It's um in the stash. We, we announced that not too long ago. Um, got a bunch of stuff lined up with uh, with Pistol and um the guys. Um, it's interesting because I was going to ask, how is it going on a podcast where like they're established artists? Because I feel like it's a really different discussion because I'm not an artist, but I'm a fan of the music. How is it actually going with people who are like legitimately in the industry? My views are always like I'm on the outside looking in and I'm just like, I'm a fan, but is it, can you feel the difference in terms of the types of conversations? Can you feel the difference in terms of the oh, vibe? That, the that part is a little different because that's more about prison. Um, it's really a prison, more about prison reform, but uh, with the Khaled um, episodes and uh, what Steve LaBelle was on there as well, from we work in uh, those episodes were more like, you know, obviously those were geared towards music and stuff like that. But majority of it is prison talk. Um, so we were really discussing um, the prison, you know what I mean? So um, but it is it, it is a, a different feeling to know that you're on a podcast that Joe was just at. Joe got an episode on his podcast. Uh, Nori's got an episode on his podcast. DJ Khaled's got an episode. It was like, oh, this is this. You know, you get into the you, you creeping on the way to, to, to that to that. You know what I mean? And I'm just little old me from Buffalo, New York, just little old ballistic man. You know what I'm saying? Came home from prison with nothing. I don't know how I got here. I woke up like, what day is it? Where am I? Fuck it. Let's do it. You know what I mean? So just like I said, and that's where you got to grind sometimes. And that's sometimes that's how we feel. It's like, yo, what if, how the fuck did we get here? How the fuck? I'll tell you, honestly, I don't know how the fuck we grinded so hard. We grinded our way into work hard for this with Benny the Butcher and, and to get back and these songs with Khaled and Joe. Like, I'll be honest, we were in Miami at Pistol Pete's birthday party. He invited us to come down if y'all want. Next thing you know, we're in the studio. We're working. Boom, boom, boom. And, and things just happen. Days go, you know what I mean? Working hard, you know, working hard, investing, sacrificing, and, you know, meeting the right people and connecting with the right people and things happen. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it does happen. If you work hard, but it... it Look at this is twenty plus years of working. You know what I mean? I've been doing this since I was a kid, man. Um, so it's a lot of it's a lot, a lot of grind, a lot of work, man. So, you know, um, we keep grinding. That's all I could tell the next artist, like, yo, you like, when I tell him, man, like, listen, when you should have saw Snipe's eyes when he said, Oh, you rad me, he gave me that look. And I was like, Fuck, I know I'm in for some shit. <laughs> You know what I mean? When they give you that look and they have experience in the industry, it's like, yeah, you're fucked. You know that, right? Oh, as long as you know it. <laughs> it's you know better I mean? if you know it. It's better, if, it's you better know it. if you know it. Because if you don't, you're going to get surprised. But if you know you're going to get fucked, then you expect it all the time, but you prepare for it. You don't take any, you don't make any moves without thinking about it. You don't do anything without knowing, hey, this could turn bad. But if it does, I know what I'm going to do after that. And if you built the thick skin, you built the leather skin and, you know, people talk, I, you know, I, I'm at the point where I don't even, I joke, I, I they diss me or they laugh, they, they had, I just, I just joke right with them. I'm doing the Eminem effect, the eight mile effect. You know what I mean? Like it's, 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 you just gotta, you know, you get to a point where it's like, nothing's really gonna, I'm just a train. I'm just, if you walk in front of it, it's, you know what I mean? That's, that's your, you know what I mean? And that's what just, that's just where you gotta be. You know what I mean? And you just got to keep going, take the punches as you roll. And that's it, man. You know what I mean? That's that's all we've been doing is just grinding, 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 man. Well, one thing I did want to ask you about was you got to track Son of Tony. And yeah. I am a huge fan of Big Pun. And Big Pun to me personally it has is number one in my top five. 
because yeah. I just think in terms of a skill set that he brought, he Thank just you. like his capital punishment is yeah. a classic album and underrated and people don't talk about it enough because his rhyme schemes were ridiculous. His flow and his breath control and as much as he breathes and you can hear him go and it's disgusting yeah. as fuck, but you <laughs> notice how long his verses are and how long like in between breaths, he doesn't cut out the punches. So like no. when you listen to it, you're like, holy shit. I, I just don't like I don't know. For me, I could talk about Big Pun all day and, and it's so yeah. upsetting that he's one of the greats that passed away. We always talk about Biggie, Tupac, but he's definitely one of them. Um, but like, how does it, like, does he, because obviously you did a song in that references him. You obviously did a track with Chris Rivers, his son. Like, where does he sit in terms of for you? Because, um, yeah. He's my number one. Um, well, I got a, I got a, a real funny like so he, I I would I, I it's, it's it's between him and Pac so Pac made me want to be a rapper when I was young I used to see Pac and I used to be little as hell and just dancing and try to do the moves he made me want to be a rapper but Pun made me want to rap like mind you and I tell this to everybody it's not about you know being Latino I think that him being Latino was part of the reason why he's underrated. Um, which is crazy because he was better than ninety nine percent of the people that was rapping, obviously. But um, and we talking about from real life hustling, like everything. I mean, first album triple platinum, so it's like it's not even a question. I'm not, it's not a debate. It's true, you know. Um, but uh, when I first heard him rap, uh, my brother and my brother and my um brother in law, they were they put a cassette in. It was Fat Joe Don Cartagena, and I heard him um. I heard that song, every man in this world has a destiny. Can anybody get the best of me? Unless you just dipped in the middle of it. People don't realize that that's where that steam that came from, that in the middle of it. You know what I mean? Like, so when I heard that, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I was little. Like, I was young. I was like, like, I was 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 young still. And I was like, oh, my God. I would hear most of the stuff I like hearing. Like, I mean, I'm old school, man. I grew up on half a mil, you know. Some blood is some crit, you know what I'm saying? I was I was listening to all types of shit. So my brother and them always had cassettes. And when I heard that on Don, uh, Don Carter Jr., I didn't know who he was or what, what what he was. I didn't know he could have been black, white. I don't know. You know what I mean? Let alone Puerto Rico. They were they looked at me like, yo, how you man? You better realize who this is, man. Y'all, I'm young. I'm you know I'm I'm, I'm Puerto Rican. They're like man, he Puerto Rican. Man, you better know who he is. I'm like, I just like the way he rapped. That that I never heard that type of rhyme scheme, you know what I mean? The way he was flowing was like, you know, just different. Every man in the world, and this is good Don Cartagena. And then, you know, so I had to put myself on and went and got capital punishment and, you know, um, and it just blew my mind from right when it first starts, the intro, the fresh intro. Oh my God. Cause that movie was, I was raised on those type of movies, you know what I'm saying? So fresh was like a movie that, you know, was like in my, in my, in my household, like, like one of our top movies, you know what I mean? Ray, we were raised on that shit, even though we probably shouldn't have been watching that type of fucking movies as kids, but it just, you know, it's relatable to us, you know what I mean? You had Chucky, they don't call me Chucky, man, call me Chucky, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, you know, Punisher's, you know what I mean? What do he say, man? Uh, what do he say? What you call his baby stuff, Holmes? Punisher, the real deal, baby, you know what I mean? Like, that shit was real life. So when he when he had that as the beginning, it was like, whoa, and then I can't be fair more. And then when the dog, you know what I mean, the pit bull, I gave you fair warning, beware with, pro oh my God, with Prodigy on, man, that's crazy, like, it was just, 
it, it just like and then he just the, the lyric the lyric the, the 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 lyrical level that he was at was just like to this day there these new rap I'm the best rap bro bro relax bro you gotta relax Papa so we say we say yo you gotta relax by like you're good but you, see it to me there's a lot of different levels to this stuff. I love the new music too. So I'm, I'm, I'm obviously, if you listen to my music, my music range is ridiculous. I like the new artists and I see a lot of the stuff they do. A lot of them have great deliveries and stuff like that. But when you're talking about um, going from, to me, you know, listening to the, like a lot of these, they, they, my, 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 my artist that's in my top 10 is different. Like they're like, Oh, how do you even like this? I'm like, it's not that I don't like them, but it's like going from eating steak to, fucking beef jerky or some shit like it's just like pun was we we went from here to here you know what i mean and yes it's different sounds it's different areas it's different styles but literally are you really taking a second to listen to this man's album because i don't think you really understand i think you think you hear me say pun and you're like always oh, puerto rican so you just think to no no it don't matter you you're all the way in you're a white man from australia i'm puerto rican in buffalo new york there's a black, there's Chinese kids, you know what I'm saying? Like in China, they know who Big Pun is. You just explain this man's level of lyrical caliber is all the way through the roof. Like, are you listening to what he's saying or is it so complex to you? Because also, too, there's another thing. Like, I don't like rapidly rap, rapidly rap, rap. I don't like rap, 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 he was actually saying shit like he was talking about the ghetto. He was talking about growing up Latino. He was talking about when he talked about my uncle, you know, lost in the threw on the oven. He wasn't playing throughout the flame and started inhaling. That shit is deep. I've seen shit like that in the street grow up. Like I've been a child and seen crackheads and motherfuckers shooting heroin and smoke. He wasn't just talking. He wasn't just rapping. They hear it. He started that compound. He was one of the hood motherfuckers from the hood that started like bring elevating. Obviously, there was the Big Daddy Canes and everybody else that he got it. Uh, you know what I mean? That he got his flow from Rock Hymns, and you know they were they were obviously the pioneers of those stuff. But he took it to that lyrical compound syllables to the next next level. But he also had he come from the streets, so the stuff he's saying when you break it down, he's not just rhyme. He's not just putting rhymes together because it sounds cool. He's telling you what he what we've seen and what he went through. You know what I mean? Like the shit he's been through and that shit is real. And that shit, that shit resonates, you know what I mean? With anybody who grew up in that, in that, in that type of environment. Well, he so says it's not- like, I think in the he says his, his sister bought a home without a loan. You go girl. Like right. he says he really that. Did. <laughs> yeah. And so he like, did. but then I, I agree. I think it's really interesting because I always, when I have this discussion, it's like, the mood really depends. But when I go to technique and I go to who to me is the epitome of what hip hop is, I go to big pun because like the modern sound is amazing and it's catchy as shit, but I don't find a verse from a modern artist and I'm, and I treat it like gold. When I find a big pun verse that I've never heard, it's fucking so rare and it's literally gold. It's like, it's like diamond yeah. shit. Like I, I am like, I got to sit down and I got to prepare and listen to it because I know it's, it's so rare. Whereas like the sound, like, yeah. Like yeah, I write said some from, shit yeah. that it seemed like it was somebody else. 
And it's crazy because I used to say this when I was younger. And then I heard this story. They said that he had the rhyme pad and was sleeping, just wake up and just start writing rhyme. And I used to say when I was younger, I'm like, yo, it don't even seem like it seemed like there's a higher power speaking through him through sometimes like like higher power tongues. Like we believe in that shit as Latinos and shit like that. Like just a higher being, higher powers, whatever the fuck you may believe in. Speaking through him. If you listen to some songs like the joint he did with uh, Cypress Hill and them boys, but that shit was fucking deep as hell. And he said, uh, you know what I mean? Um, you know, grab my chest ears. You know, give my wife back her best years. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh, strike uh, my head. What do he say? Strike my something on the hearts of men. Repent and thou should be forgiven. How could we be proud to live in a world which condemns men, child, the women? Like, I've never heard no shit like that in my life. Like, that shit make you be like, I'm tearing up listening to that shit. Like, that should give me goosebumps. Like, it, like chills to this, through my body. Like, there's not rappers, like, there's not too many rappers like that, especially when it comes to, like, lyrical, because they just start getting corny and they start adding just lyrics. They're not saying nothing. And I think they, they they don't realize, like, they hear these lyrical compounds and they hear these, these, these things that came from artists like Pun, and they don't realize that he's really giving you you know, you know, things that, you know, are really, really, it's the epitome of hip hop because it's, he's, he's just, he just, he just wanted to be the best, but he also wanted to tell you a story. He wanted to tell you, you know, real life stuff that went in the hood. And, you know, I also give, obviously the Latinos, um, a, 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 a great, a great, uh, he had a lot riding on, you know what I'm saying? So he had to, you know, he was the, you know, you had, you had Joe, obviously Joe was the, Joe was the dawn, you know what I'm saying? But, he was next up, so he, he had a lot riding on him. Like, All right, fat. like Joe said, yo, this dude's doing that. What the fuck can the fatter do? You know what I mean? This dude doing this. So he had a lot. We couldn't come out and be corny. So he had he had so much room, but he had a lot of just like powerful, powerful script. I call them scriptures. Like to me, it's like that's what I would look like. If you found it, you know how the, 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 the research they go on the archaeologists, they find new scriptures from the Bible, things that were just never that's how I look at it. When you hear a new pun verse, it's like, oh my God, it's like it's a scripture. You know what I'm saying? It's like some like he was writing shit that was just like, come on, man, like dead in the middle of little Italy, little did we know they riddles in middle men who didn't do that. Like, who the fuck was even thinking that shit? Cannibalism is living in my metabolism, gives them spasms and aneurysms that baby bets in like. What the fuck made you think that shit, bro? Like, <laughs> like I will also at say that time, at that time. At yeah, that time. at that time. Another fat, one is Big L too. Big well, L I was going to say before we get to Big L, Fat Joe, in my opinion, that is as good as he, and he is an amazing artist, and he's an amazing for the industry ever since. But in terms of his ability to actually be on pun tracks and do a such a good job, like I, who else? could actually go on a track like prodigies on there. Like most people would get blown out of the water, but fat Joe underrated during that era. I honestly think that's when he did his best work. And then you were bringing up big, big L, but he did enemy with big L and you can hear. Fat Joe was with big L. Fat Joe, man, fat Joe was the dawn, man. That, yo, he put it, yo, he did a lot. Yo, God bless him, man. Like we lucky to have, him, man. he did put a lot of, you know, work in, man. You know, you got to think about these, but digging in the crates. So, you know, Joe did a job. Joe's a, Joe's a, a phenomenal, you know, he is hip hop as well. You know what I mean? Like he under, he knows like he's the epitome of hip hop. You know what I mean? So he knows what was, you know, what was, what I wish we could have got a real big pun and big L track, you know what I mean? Before they both passed because big L obviously was like my, another one that I heard where I was like, Oh, whoa. Like, so like Pac made, like I said, Pac made me want to, made me want to rap, like be a rapper. 
like the image, like the deal, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even want it. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I'll get my shirt up. But then Pun made me want to, like, rap. And then I heard L, and I was like, whoa, you know what I mean? Like, whoa, you know what I mean? I was telling you shit is about to get drastic soon. I'm quick to blast boom, and break a motherfucker like a plastic spoon. Like, the shit he was saying was, like, the lyrical, the lyrical level and the caliber was, like, he had his own style, but it was, like, he was, like, him and Pun was, like, them two would have went head to head, head on a track. Woo, that would have been nuts. That would have been crazy. Pun is a, but Pun is an animal. Pun is like a grizzly bear. Like getting on a track with him, he was, and he knew like L's, L's uh, stature, like his level of, yeah, it would have been, it would have been, it would have been an ugly thing. Them two on a song. And if you would have, if we'd have been lucky enough to get, if they would have both lived long enough, we'd have been lucky enough to get Eminem. Eminem was crazy too. Cause Eminem to me, in my opinion, I think people, I think people underrate Eminem. I think people, Right now, now obviously, you know I me, mean? but like as far as like, I'm like, yo, he's not just rhyming. You know, at one point he was playing around bullshitting, but I think he even said it in the rhyme. He's like, you know, he's trying to get people to, to he, he's a defensive rapper. So he wants you to diss him so he could fucking flame your ass. You know what I'm saying? So he'll put bullshit here and there so he could fucking, how you get, you know what I'm saying? And fucking come out of your ass. You know what I'm saying? So he's saying shit like, Eminem says some crazy shit and he's telling you his life. Like, he's not just rapping. Some of these people are just putting together rhymes and it's just, it's not, it's not, it's not from that place where, you know, these guys came from a different era to M too. I mean, M was doing this, you know, in the early 90s. You know what I'm saying? So he's another one. You know what I mean? So um, those, those rhyme, and, and like I said, in, in, in my opinion, these are the guys like every time I rhyme, I don't, I don't, I don't know what people are thinking. Like, I'm like, yo, bro, I might, my, 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 like who I'm trying to not be is better, but I'm trying to like, if they watching down, I need to be as good as these. Dudes. I feel like when I write a rhyme, put it this way, when I'm writing music and music, for instance, cause that's another thing. Pun had a lot of soul. That's where a lot of, uh, of these are, especially rap, like rappers that just are rappers. He, they don't realize Pun had a lot of soul. He knew how to make a great song as well. You know what I'm saying? So he's not only going to give you that, but he said it. I'm the Batman hardcore, commercial. What you want to do? You want to wild out? You want to dance? You know what I'm saying? He knew how he had that. He put that in there. So I'm, I'm I'm creating all that. I feel like if I'm writing a song right now, that pun is standing over me watching. Like, you know what I mean? Like I got a grizzly bear. Just I feel like the, 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 the presence of him when I write, when I'm writing, I feel like I feel that just watching. So I'll be like, oh, you want to, you want to. Cause my boy um Thugsman redid that beat and he did um he combined Beware with You Ain't Killer and he did that that he's playing that he's he's playing that those keys and he's eh, that if you listen to the chorus part there's he's playing the You Ain't a Killer um along combined so when I get on that joint I'm like yeah I'm writing I'm writing with the with the like oh I got I got I got to kill this shit you know what I'm saying so. Um, you almost need yeah, a gun but, on the table because Big Pun loved his guns. You almost need a gun just to be there because, like, you know, we said that every Puerto Rican carries a knife. Big Pun carried his gun everywhere. Yeah, this guy right here—he's—he's—he yeah. he's, got one on. He got it. He—he's got something more. You don't want to roll up on him. So <laughs> I think with, I'll be standing they, behind they, they, they you. My right arms. I got to keep them with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's—it's it's just crazy because, uh, like. I know it's it's weird when you go back and you really focus on because it, it's they weren't 
it's not, it wasn't so much a business. It was like, I am who I am and I'm going right. to sell who I am. Whereas right now, and I think that's the difference is like, because it's a company, it, because it's like, we're going to sell you like this, or we're going to market you like this. Whereas like the, the amazing thing about, you know, all the greats is they, they were legitimately themselves. There was no lie. Like, yeah, it's a bit of a show like big L he openly admitted like the shit that he raps about, he didn't directly do, but like he's seen. So he's seen that and he's grown up and, and heard about it and that kind of stuff. But then you've got artists now who talk about it and they live a completely different life. Like if I rapped about it, everybody would know, like you didn't live that life. Like you, I didn't, I know I didn't, but when you hear it, you can understand what the truth really is, where it comes from. And it's coming from something deep as opposed to just, I reckon this shit will sell. Right. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and yeah. So that's when you create the microwave hot pocket. Effect. You know, right now for you, like you, cause you're, you're making your way through, like, how do you feel that you fit within it all? Because it's like, it's a weird mix of uh, it's like, tough. it's tough because I, um, I've, I've been obviously like, like, Look who you know. I've been thrown in the in in, in uh, like I'm I'm the I'm the boy right. I'm going in the, in the cage with some lions. I'm I'm on I'm doing tracks with Conway the Machine. You know with AD Empire. They told them, listen, this is Conway. I'm like, bro, I know Conway. That's an, like I know we're from Buffalo. I know what I'm what I'm going. To. You know what I mean, Conway, uh, Benny the Butch, Chris Rivers, Fat Joe. You know what I mean. Uh, Pat, I, did, I was on a joint with Pat Poos. Uh shout out to uh Killer Fraction Music Group for uh, you know doing that joint. Um. Oh shit! You know I'm the uh, main O. You know what I mean? I've been on um, I've been on some serious joints. So um, my 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 um, I I work on also do songs like I do I do full commercial songs. Um, I've done joints where uh where there's probably no rapping, it's just straight melody. You know what I mean? There's no rapping. Um, because I like to craft on that too because I know that um I get a lot of I get a lot of uh re- requests from fans that are like yo I love it when you got those melodies are so they're so catchy. Could you just do more of that? Some of that. You know, I love when you rap. Could you do a little more of that as well? Saying we're in the day and age where you got to, you got to, you got to, you know, obviously you got to take care. You got to, you got to cater to everybody. So I try to do it. It's a, it's a, it's a tight rope. It's a tight rope. It's, it's just walking on that rope and you're like, you know, and you're holding that, you know, that pole and you're like, oh, uh, you know what I mean? And you're trying to please everybody. And it's like, uh, where's that? Where's that? Where's the hard part? Where's the catchy hook? Where's this? Where? And it's like, yo, you know what I mean? And then it's, oh, you're Latino. So you better be like, so, you know, it's like, it's like, shoots, you know what I mean? It's tough. You know, oh, you're on a soul joke, you better, you know what I mean? So it's like, what what, 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 what kind of song are you on with Joe? Are you doing a fat dog? Are you doing a hard joint? Or is it, you know, Joe's got the club hits, you know, Joe's got the good, Joe's, is it all the way up? Part two, is it, you know, lean back? Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yo, with Benny, oh, you better be killing these Benny the Butcher. He butchers shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, Conway the Machine, he's the machine, you know? So it's like, it's like, yo, listen. I've been doing this for a long, 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 long time. And people don't understand that. I've been rapping for a long time. I was rapping in prison. I've been in ciphers in in, 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 in environments that, you know, some people, you know, wouldn't even, you know, it's just, it's, I've been doing this for a long time. I've been in a lot of environments. I had to, you know, perform in certain situations. You know what I'm saying? So um, it just, it, 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 you know, um, and even when I get with the, you know, also what makes me different, like I think in my opinion is I'm, I'm a little younger than a lot of these guys. So I, I do listen to a lot of the young music and I do listen to a lot of 
um, if you listen to my music, I'm um, something like even with this song with Benny the New One, the Get Back, um, I put David Corey on it. Um, asked him, you know, me, he blessed me with the with jumping on. That was actually me singing that part. The Get Back, Get Back, I don't need no setbacks. That was me actually on that part. And I'm with David. I'm like, yo, listen, man, could you do this? You know what I mean? And you know what I mean? Bless your boy. You know what I mean? I'm doing songs with him. He's like, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Boom. And hit, you know, hit me with that R&B love. You know, the ladies love David. Um, I don't know if you know, if you're familiar who he is, but uh, he's, you know, on the, he's done a lot of stuff. He's an international super, superstar. So um, he's been on the show, The X Factor, you know, killing it. So, um, but um, I'm creating a lot of those songs. And sometimes you hear the melodies, you know, sometimes it's me. So I'm, you know what I mean? Sometimes it's another person, you know, so I'm crafting every piece of everything. That's why when somebody be like, oh, could you, I'm like, yo, I don't, I don't work like that, bro. I got to dig deep. I have to sit back. I have to zone out. I have to construct the song from peace. I have to give these, you know, this much to that, this much of that. I have to, maybe I might hear, you know, certain things in the song that I don't, you know, so it's, it's you know, and. And, you know, I know who, you know, I'm trying to go up there with the against, you know, you know, not against, but I'm trying to be up there, you know, at the top with the babies, with the little babies, with the Drakes, with the M&Ms, with the Benny the Butchers, with these guys, you know what I'm saying? With the Fat Joes, with the da 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 with the Justin Biebers, you know what I mean? More than just hip hop. So it's like, it's a hard, hard industry and you got to be able to, you know what I mean? I'm holding, I'm, I'm trying to just build my craft and just i'm learning as i go too i'm only get you only get better when you keep crafting and keep going and keep going and keep going but it's, it's definitely it's definitely it's tough it's tough yeah i mean the the cool the i mean the good thing and something that i was impressed by was you you actually do have melodic ability like i hear and i've said this before but like there are so many rappers who do shitty hooks because they try to sing and they have no idea how to sing and like me personally i'm always going to be like rap fan first but I can right. still recognize when someone should not be doing a sing-songy hook because I'm like, right, right, come right. on, man. Like, okay, don't do it then. Or just scratch something in or like find someone else to do it. But there are so many artists who feel like who are, they, they have the similar mindset to you is like, I got to compete with all those artists, but they don't have the skill set. It's like you actually right. fuck yourself up by doing a shit job rather than getting someone who can, help you but like yeah i was actually impressed with your ability to to hit the even when you did it here now like off the cuff like it sounded good like it sounded pleasant. it wasn't like you were stretching yourself to a point where it's like it's not believable right I, I, well i try to also keep it in my range so i practice my range i, I practice that i'm not gonna be trying to fucking you know sing a michael jackson type you know what i mean so you know i i, I just I do where I'm at, where I'm comfortable and where it's not sounding corny. Cause it's like this, it's a thin line between cool and corny. You know what I mean? So, um, um, I try to just stay right in my pocket, but, um, I got also at the same time, I, you know, I, I, I listen to my fans. They love it. Like what I did work hard for this. They couldn't get a fuck enough of it. You know what I mean? Um, and if I didn't practice at stuff like that, I wouldn't have been able to, you know, um, create songs, you know, like like worked hard for this, which a lot of people loved it. It really, I got, I've got messages like, uh, you, you know, I feel like killing myself sometimes. You know, and this song right here, just you know, we'll put it on in the morning, and it makes me feel like, you know, like life. I could, you know, if you could do it, I could do it. The situations you've been through, and I just sing to myself. I worked hard for this. That's what I got. I worked so hard for this. You know what I'm saying? And just, you know, so I, so like I said, I always try to push that little bit in there because I just want that. You know, I want I want to be able to, you know, that, you know, 
give them that 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 song. You know, I I, I want to create that. Lose yourself in the moment, you know, you know, you know what I mean. Like you got to give people that, you know what I mean, that inspiration. And sometimes they want to hear from you. And it's like I tell people, like, um, if you can't do it, obviously, you know. Um, but if you if you if you if you learn, you got to learn your range, learn your sound, learn yourself. You know, learn learn about you first. You know, it's gonna take a little bit more time. And a lot of people don't do that. They're just like radical, mathematical, radical, mathematical. Like, yo, bro, sometimes that person's not going to want to hear that in the morning. I call that almost sometimes I call that like the wow factor. It's like, wow. Okay. I'm not going to put that on during my day though. I'm not going to put that on during a hard day sometimes. You know what I mean? Like some, some, you know, not everybody's going to go listen to that. So it's like, yo, learn yourself. You know, you want to be able to, I'm sorry, mama. I never meant to hurt you. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are ranges, you know, that M learned along the way. These are ranges that Drake learned along the way. These are ranges that 50 Cent learned along the way. Hated to love it, the underdogs on top. And I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you say you were a gangster, but you never pop nothing. You say, Lord, forgive me. But these are some of the best songs in hip hop. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, even Pac, you know what I mean? Come with me. Hell, Mary, one quick see. What do you have here now? Bone Thugs and Harmony, you know what I mean? Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's the first of the night. Dog you know? up there as well in terms of. Night I've dog. always like to me, Fifty Cent is up there with Night Dog with one of the best hook artists of all time. They know how to craft an amazing hook, and like you said, they stick within their ability. They're not doing extremely high notes, but they're sticking to like their vocal range, and they just exactly. it's just like the. They just know how to craft a song. That's what it is. It's to me when they go on, they're like, we're making a song. We're not just making a track where like you're just spitting bars. You're going to see the, 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 like the classic verse hook, verse hook, finish with the hook kind of song structure. And that's the difference between them and a lot of artists who they like, they may be good, but they don't know how to put a, a full song together. A song is kind of the, the 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 meaning, the subject, the content, the 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 feeling. You know what I mean? It's not just the thing; it's the feeling when you hear it. Many men wish death upon me, blood in my eyes, dog, and I can't see. I'm trying. You know what I mean? Like, not about. Oh, you ain't got to do. No, you don't need to do all that. You just need to touch that person and hear. They feel that shit in their. You know what I mean? Their heart, their soul. Like, whoa. You know what I mean? And you know, Pun did that too with a lot of his lyrics. Like he almost like was singing to you when he, rap, you know what I mean? Like, um, but yeah, these are, I mean, it's, it's about like, you got to give that, you know, that quality and, that, and just take your time, man. Like it's all right to take a little bit longer. You know, you want to rush to get it out. But, and that's what, like I said, the hot pocket effect, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Listen, you get a lot of good stuff sometimes with the hot pocket effect. And then sometimes you get those hot pockets like, oh, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? Like this one, I don't like, you know what I mean? And it, it is what it is, but, uh, you know, it it is what it is, man. You know, I, I that's just the type of artist. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still that artist that always wants to. My my fans, when they hear it, I want them to listen to it. When the person is listening, connecting, I want them to be like, "Wow, this person just touched me." You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I'm in the I'm in I'm in the pit with, with lines. Like, you know what I mean? I'm getting. I, it's like, yo, these lines all got names. You better, you know what I mean? So. I got. I got to also. You know. I'm, I'm. You know. I don't got. I don't got. I don't have that. Uh, that time to be like. I, I, no. I just can't. I can't. That's Benny the Butcher right there. You know. That's Fat Joe. That's Conway. You know. What I mean. That's Pat Poose. 
Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't want it's to do also that. like it's your hard. opportunity because you know, a lot of it's it's your chance. A lot of people, you know, I, and and I hear this sometimes, and I'm like, and I see artists who get a good feature, but the feature kills them. Like it's like you you weren't ready for it. Sometimes you got to be ready to have right. your Benny the Butchers. Like I see some up and coming artists get people like Method Man on their tracks, and like Method Man, you got to be ready. Like you got to be ready. And Meth, and he's not even doing the best shit he's ever done. He's just doing what he always does. He has a smooth flow. He knows how to put it all together. But I hear him on tracks and I'm like, he's bodying every single person on this, but the people shouldn't have got him because like, yeah, okay, you got him and people will listen to it. But now they're listening to him kill you. And it's like, well, why would they listen to you? Listen, it, it took him 40 minutes to kill you. And it took him 40 years to kill you in one song. So, that's what I'm saying. Like, I've been doing this for a long time. I knew Benny. We we were on mixtapes. So we were young. You know I mean? I watched him when we were kids. On Pretty much we was kids on, on, on Buffalo mixtapes and upcoming mixtapes. And You know, he'll tell you. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, Conway. I remember he was canon when I was young, too. Obviously, he was body. He was doing more of the bad. He was body. Like, he's just not played that you want to play with on records. You know what I'm saying? Method Man, obviously, you know, we were fans of him. So, um, like I said, it took him 40 years to be able to body you on one song. Sometimes you get a feature and you think because you've been rapping, you know what I mean, for two years, three years, four years. I've been doing this for 20 plus years. These guys will tell you. When he was 14, 15, he was out with mixtapes in the streets and in the streets. He's going to sell you a mixtape and then be like, oh, you do that too? I got this for you too. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I was, I knew then, you know, I was, I was young, I was a kid, but I was, you know, I had, you know what I mean? People will tell you that shit's whack. You know what I'm saying? So we in the day and age where uh, right now you tell us shit's whack. You this 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 kid rapping about he a gangster rapping about banging guns and da 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 da. But you tell him his music whack. He want to go hang himself. You you you're a bully. I'm calling. This is a hate crime. You said he's whack. Like what? <laughs> so it's just it's, it's a, it, we come from different eras, man. Like different eras where you had to, you know what I mean? Even like the Drake era. I remember Drake was playing out here, you know, Buffalo and Toronto are close like this. He used to be on, you know, uh, our 93.7 and uh, Benny just spoke on this on 90, um, on hot, on, uh, what was it? Uh, the breakfast club, um, played from, it's a, it's a station, um, in Buffalo and it plays to Toronto. So they would be the, the closest from to, to the United States. They were listening to our radio station, put it that way. Um, on his album Scorpion, he had ninety three point seven, which is uh, our station. Which he 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 spoke about it too. I think on uh, was it Rap Radar with Elliot? I believe he spoke on it too as well. So I remember when he I remember when you know he was coming up too. You know I mean, he comes from that era too. People think because he sings a little bit, he does all that. Now that boy got a pen on him. That boy rap. That boy that boy rap. He really rap. You know what I'm saying? His first album was first tape was all rap. You know what I mean? I think. Was it room for improvement? I think um back in the day he was just spitting, you know what I mean? But you know, he had to switch it up. He's like, yo, let me switch it and let me, you know, let me cater, cater, you know, I got the looks. Let me just let me combine the two. That's why if you listen to it, it might have a you don't know what you're gonna listen to. When you press play on that joint, it might be just bars all the way through, it might be all the way singing, it might be a combination of both. You know what you're gonna get. So he just knew what he had to do um uh at that moment in time and that. Temp, with that temperature and that and that of of, of where we're at in hip hop, you know, you just got to know what you you got to be able to cater. You know what I'm saying to the people listening. So you can't force people to be like, "This is chicken." It's like, "Oh, I want chicken. Can I get some some steak and rice?" 
eat the chicken. Yeah, but I don't uh, eat the chicken. You can't. You can't. It's just <laughs> you got to find somebody who wants that chicken. You know what I mean? You're either gonna hustle and find somebody that wants that chicken, or you're gonna start cooking and preparing different dishes. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, the audience decides at the end of the day. Right. The, exactly. The, the audience will tell you if it's good or bad or anything else. I mean, at the end of the day, and there's like a balance between the two. You do have to believe in your own ability, but you also got to listen to the feedback that you get. Cause like, if you just keep doing the same shit and it doesn't work, you're just an idiot. You need to develop like it. it yeah. Believe, believe in yourself though, a little bit too, because I remember when I did Zendaya's song, now I did a song and I dedicated to Zendaya. And honestly, I'm just rapping about some street shit through the whole fucking joint. I don't know why I just added the, the hook on it because I saw Zendaya. She inspired me. I finished the verse off, right? And that was, was like four years ago as well. So that was before she is who she is now. Right. So, and she was blowing, but I mean, I was already like, oh my God, I'm a fan of this. Girl. So I show it to my boys. Now these they're like, who's Zendaya? What is this? They're like, I don't know. So you know what I'm saying? They didn't understand it. And I was like, sometimes you just got to be like, you know, you got to press that button and just try. I'm like, I'm going to put this out anyways. And that shit went fucking viral. Fucking she liked it. It was on her fucking Twitter account, the top of her Twitter account. She liked twelve. I was like, holy shit. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you got to have that little belief and just, you know what I mean? Just try, you know, try a little different shit too. But also at the same time, if you put it out and people say the shit is fucking whack, everybody's saying the shit is fucking whack. It's whack. So yeah. If it flopped, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have done another one. You would have right, been like, right. Yeah, exactly. So like, but sometimes people, you know, don't let that, like, and that's what I tell people, don't, you know, don't be afraid to get outside your box a little bit too. You know what I mean? You don't want, cause so, some, it's like Jay says, man, he said, he told his uncle, I'm going to sell a million records. And his uncle was like, no, you're not. Because at the time it, he, it didn't register in his mind that he would sell a million records. And he did it a hundred times over. He said, you know, genuinely not that he hated, he was hating on him. You know, he, he's his uncle, he loves him, but just didn't register you know what i mean and exactly i think when i showed my boys that they didn't they, i'm sometimes i'm a little far i'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm 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 listening to my music i'm a little i'm a little more advanced and the reason being is because like i said i'm at that i'm at that weird place where it's like i love the young music i love the new like the newer generation and i love the old school and i like to combine and play you know what i mean and they you know they clash worlds sometimes like what and then I just, you know what I mean? And that's kind of what I did. You know, they just didn't register to them what I was about to do. When it went by, they were like, you know, my boys to this day, they're like, I don't know. I don't got, I don't, I'm not, they, you know, they, they're, they're almost afraid that they're, they're like, I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> like, yo, I'm about to do this. Just do it. Cause I don't, <laughs> you know, cause I, 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 cause I literally, like I showed four of my boys, they liked it. They were just like, I don't, I don't understand it. You know what I mean? So I was just like, all right, I'm going to just do it anyway. And I did it and it came out great. You know what I mean? So uh, sometimes you just got to, you got to hone in on that crap. You got to have, have that belief in yourself. Like, yo, you know what? Cause if you keep doing the same shit and it's not working, you know, you got to change. You I can't say like credit, credit to your boys for telling you what they really thought of it. Cause like, right, right. there's a lot of people who just be like, yeah, that's good. But like credit oh, to boys, for going like, my boys are tough. They're tough critics. They're tough. They're tough. They just didn't understand what I was doing at the time. They they know what they already know my my sound and my melody. They just didn't understand where I was going with that. Well, you know, clearly I don't the Empire, but believing in um Puerto Rican Pac when I did uh, the tribute to Pac. Those are my tribute to Pac. Like I told you, Pac is one of my favorite artists. And what I did was I I was pretty much saying like Pac was so big 
that he not only inspired, you know, just the black community, he inspired kids in Puerto Rico. He inspired, there's a Chinese pop. There's a, there's a, there's a Australian pop. Reason being is like, what I mean is that he touched so many cultures that there's a kid out there right now that's listening to pop that's just inspired, that just goes out and listens to him every day. And me being Puerto Rican, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, yo, this is how big, I didn't want to, because people hit me up, like, oh, you're not, I was like, yo, listen, you, you obviously didn't understand the song. What I was saying was that he was so, they were like, well, why didn't you just call it Tupac Tribute? I was like, that shit sounds fucking corny. That's why. You go make a fucking song and call it for Pac and call it the Tupac Tribute. That shit sounds like the corniest, driest. It sounds like somebody just handed you a chicken breast and said, here, here's some chicken. It's like, what? This is it? Yeah, it's chicken. That's what it sounds like. So it was my tribute to Tupac. You know what I mean? It was like, this is how I want to do it. And I caught your attention, didn't I? But if you break down the lyrics and you break down the song, I had a girl tell me from California, I did an interview and they were playing that and she was in tears. She was like, I, when I first saw, I didn't know what to expect. She's like, but you, she's like, there's so many references. I have to listen to this song over. She was in tears though. She was like, like, I can't believe, you know, cause I said a lot of shit, like the way I put those lyrics together. If you really go listen to that song, you hear the breakdowns of how much pop references are in there. It's, 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 you know, it's, it, I was very calculated. You know, I wrote it very real, real strategic, and real calculated. Um, and it was just a, like a tribute back to pop. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you know, you just, you just gotta, you gotta, you know, try different things and you don't want to like, I, I, listen, y'all going that way. I'm going this way. And that's what it is. You know what I mean? I'm going to do it that way. You know what I mean? But I'm, you know, there's people out here talking shit, disrespecting the dead. I come out with a song making a tribute. You know what I mean? It's like, but it ended up being another great single and um, people that actually took, time to listen they understood and they were like whoa you know what i mean you know i was you know certain lot buyers like you wonder why you know wonder why they call you bitch maybe because brenda's got the baby you know what i mean i'm just throwing the fucking lyrics around here you know what i mean you know what i mean so um there's a lot of there's a lot of references in that song there's so many like the one girl caught a lot of just, i couldn't even I just, like there's so many i can't even catch them all you know what i mean just, i can't believe the way you broke it down and you know, you paid your homage like crazy, you know, and that was just my way of doing it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I told him, like I said, you do your fucking song the way you want to do it. I'm going to do mine the way I want to do it. You know, it is what it is. I love that. Well, I only got one more question for you. Uh, and it's probably going to be the hardest one because we talk about a lot of artists uh, on the show so far. And this is the only question that I plan. And it is as follows. If you had to recommend one album that everybody should listen to, at least once to get an appreciation of what would it be? But obviously it cannot be your own and it can be any genre of music. Ooh, that's tough album to get appreciation of. I mean, <laughs> I can't be my own. Um, ooh, that's a tough one album. One. Yeah. Look, Jeez. you can talk, talk me through your process. You can like, I, but I want you to make a choice. It can be even the choice that you're feeling right now. Like, it's tough. I know. I never answer the question because like I'm the host and fuck that because it's an impossible question. But, you know, I heard some, some cool albums uh, that people mentioned. So I'm interested to hear yours. Yeah. Um, yeah excuse me. Am I still? Okay, hold on. Did you lose me? Okay. All right. So I would definitely say big pun capital, capital function. Um, because to me, that's hip hop. Um, that's the epitome of hip hop. Um, it's going to give you a hell of an insight of New York City of um, being brown or Latino, coming under struggle, um, 
it's going to introduce you to hip hop. If you're looking for an introduction into hip hop, that's the introduction into hip hop. Uh, if I had to recommend the album to you, which is flawless from start to end, it's one of them albums that's flawless. Um, to me, it's flawless in my opinion. Um, uh, it's from a, a legend, a myth. You know, what I mean, I think Pun grew into more than just more than just an artist. He grew into a legend and a myth. You know what I mean? It's like the did he exist? It was it real? It's like the Loch Ness, the Loch Ness monster or Bigfoot. You know what I'm saying? It's like yes, he existed. He was on this planet. He was on this earth. He walked this earth. Pun walked this earth. It's not. It's not. It's, it's real. He really was here. Listen to this. You know what I mean? This these 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 lyrics, these scriptures. He's also going to introduce you to a lot of legends on this album, and then you can follow those guys as well. And those guys will take you to the next guy, and those guys will take you to the next guy. So if this is an introduction, you know what I mean. You know, if you haven't yet, this is a perfect guide into hip hop. You know what I'm saying? He's going to let you know this is where hip hop started in the Bronx. This is these are black and Latino people. We came up out the ghetto. You know, you know, we we struggled. You know, we we break danced. We did graffiti. You know, we 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 unfortunately ran into a lot of situations. There was police brutality. There was this. There was that. This is where hip hop started. You know, um, hold on. This is this this is this is this guy. You know what I'm saying? This is Fat Joe. Listen to a little bit of him. You know, uh, this is a black thought. You know what I mean? Listen to a little bit of him. These are these are legends on this album. You know, he's you know he's got so many people on the Busta Rhymes. Here's an intro. You know, Prodigy, uh, Wyclef. Um, you know what I mean? Um, there's a little bit of R&B. You know, a little bit of soul for you. A little bit of everything is in that album. You know what I mean? A little bit of everything that created, I feel like created hip hop is in that album. It's a good introduction. And that will probably be my, my one, my go-to album. If you didn't ever listen to Capital Punishment, I'm like, you ain't listen to Capital Punishment. Well, I don't hear, I'm going to do my part in the reason that when we first started this conversation, we said he's underrated and we, we don't talk about it enough. I'm going to recommend this album. Why? Because somebody else might not do it. So I'm going to do that for you. Recommend Capital Punishment, Big Punisher, Capital Punishment. There you go. And I love that recommendation because, and my, other addition, if you when you do listen to it, be patient with it because it is lyrical as a motherfucker. You gotta actually listen. Like it, yeah. it's not you can't if you hear it, it'll you just it won't make it won't make sense. It won't do anything to you. But you gotta sit right. and you gotta listen because you gotta sit with and you gotta and to be honest, you gotta listen to it multiple times because you will miss ninety percent of it on a first listen. I still pick up shit that I missed and I love that album. It's like the Godfather. I watch to this day and I'm like, what? You just still pick shit up. Like there's so many Sopranos. You just pick shit up. Like how did the director and the people just put these, like they put these things on the wall. Like you just miss things like, whoa. And that's what Pun was doing. It was like, that shit went over your head. Exactly. So you got to sit with it and you got to be prepared. It's got to be probably a moment in time in your life where, you know, maybe you're going through the, those these type of things. You know what I'm saying? You got to really sit with it, really be able to understand. You know what I'm saying? And it's got to touch you that way. So I truly, yeah, I agree. I, I 100% agree. Well, man, I think that's the perfect way to wrap up. I was just going to say, obviously, Ballistic Man came through. Absolute pleasure. Um, did you want to plug anything? When's your next project coming out? What are you working on? Um, now's the time to, you know, give your fans a little bit of a taste. Right now, I got my new single out, um, The Get Back, featuring um, Benny the Butcher and David Corey, produced by, by Killer Fraction Music Group, Fraction Music. Um, that's out on all platforms. Um, you could go get that right now. The music video is coming soon. Um, 
I got a new single coming out with me and my brother, Superstar Floss. Actually, he's going to be on, it's on a couple platforms right now, but it'll be available on all platforms. Title Save the Game, produced by Hubanga and Pistol Pete. Um, um, yeah, music. Um, go check out that latest episode that me and my brother Kenny did on Dog in the Yard, Pistol Pete's Dog in the Yard. Um, and uh, title, well, we, 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 you know, stay, keep on, keep an eye on, look, we got a few, we got a few, we got, we got a bunch of stuff up our sleeve, you know what I mean? Right now, just focus on those two. There's so much I could go on forever, you know what I mean? There's, I'm probably missing a bunch of stuff. People are like, oh, you didn't say that, you didn't, but it's all right. Those, those couple projects right now are the immediate, you know, focus. And also check out the Instagram as well, Ballistic Man. You'll have all the news there. Don't miss that. Obviously, Twitter, Spotify. Oh, no yeah, record. man, and join the herd. Make sure you follow our brand. Follow my brand, Buffalo Herd. Join the herd. Follow, follow join Buffalo Herd. That's my brand. Um, it's growing. I'm pushing it everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just want to plug that into as well. Of course, that, that's the time. I would be disappointed if you didn't plug it. Um, I mean, that's what we're all here for, low-key, just a little bit. But, man, as, as I said, absolute pleasure. We really chopped it up, and thank you for coming on the show. Aaron, we appreciate you, bro, from Buffalo to Australia. Thanks for listening to the show. Please like and subscribe, and follow me on Instagram at the underscore hip-hop hustle for upcoming podcast news. Also, don't forget to check out my Patreon under Hip Hop Hustle for exclusive content and to help support the show. Bye for now.